0: I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn, yes, even you, and that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence. It's fabulous to have you here. Now, I wanted to let you know, just before you start listening to the full episode, that this was a live stream. It was a live stream recording to celebrate episode 100. Yes, episode 100. So it does have a slightly different flavor and a slightly different feel to previous episodes. And it is a little bit, it's possibly a little bit more scattered than previous episodes because I was taking and responding live comments and questions from the audience across three different platforms, so Facebook, Facebook page, Facebook group, and LinkedIn. So as you listen, just understand that it is a slightly different format than normal, but it's still full of gold. And I share with you my both my technical as well as my content lessons from 100 episodes, where, where the podcast is going next. And I answered a couple of fantastic questions about how might not how might you not be the fire hose of information when you're delivering your presentations. So sit back and enjoy. Well, hello, hello, hello. Officially, welcome to podcast episode 101. But for those who are watching live, welcome, welcome to this very spontaneous, very last minute, live stream recording of episode 101, which of course is a celebration of episode 100. Yes, this week, speaking with confidence with Kat Mattson, that would be me, turned 100, clicked over 100 episodes. And what I want to do in today's episode and in today's live stream is... Just pause for a moment and acknowledge acknowledge the milestone that is 100. Hello, Alex. Thank you so much for the congratulations and for being here. And yeah, fan, 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 fancy re- receiving a congratulations for turning 100. I'm not sure if I will make 100, but it is pretty cool that the podcast has. So I'm here today to acknowledge the milestone of 100. To talk about some lessons that I've learned in recording now 100 episodes, both from a podcast perspective as well as from a speaking with confidence perspective. And what I also want to do is talk about what's going to happen next. Where am I going to take the podcast next? Because I don't know what better excuse there is than to use 100 episodes as an opportunity to reflect and to refresh the direction of the podcast. So if you are watching live, as Alex obviously is, then please just ask me any questions. I will do my best to answer them while I'm here live. Um, You can say whatever you like. Technically, let me know who you are just in case StreamYard's not recognising you, though of course I can absolutely see Alex And it's also worth noting that I am streaming this into three different locations. So just because you can't see comments where you're watching doesn't mean that you're not watching the live. And that might also explain why, you know, if you're watching on LinkedIn and you haven't seen a comment yet, that's what's going on. So what have I learned so far? (laughs) What have I learned so far? So much. Let me talk about the technical aspects first, because I know that I have a lot of people in the Speaking with Confidence community who are here to spruce up their speaking skills so they can do more outreach, more marketing, whether that's podcasts, whether it's public speaking, whether it's reels. And when I first started the podcast I ignored some of the advice that I might've received. I ignored the advice around, make sure you've got X number of episodes in the bank, make sure that you've got a really solid distribution strategy set up. Do I regret ignoring that? No, because had I um, paid attention to that, had I waited until everything was perfect, I would never have started. Do I understand where that advice was coming from at the time now? Yes, 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 I do. My biggest learning from a podcasting perspective is that it requires persistent, consistent effort. Um, Thank you for the congratulations. It requires consistent effort. And what I mean by that is, it's not just jumping online and having a chat, which is what I originally thought it might be for me, because I'm pretty good at little monologues. But every week and for a while there I was only recording weekly I would have to come up with something new I would need to figure out a different topic and that became really draining so what I've done now is that I actually map out content well in advance Um, I have many 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 content ideas mapped into a into a Trello board and I record in batch I record at least four episodes at once or at least that's what I was doing stay tuned because things are going to change The other thing that I've learned is consistency in terms of showing up or dropping an episode the same time every week really counts for a lot. So the episodes drop at 7.05am Brisbane time on Tuesdays. And what never ceases to amaze me, never ceases to amaze me, is how quickly on a Tuesday I'll get a whole lot of downloads. Obviously, people subscribe, people get into a routine of going, oh, there's another episode. And so they listen. And whilst that's not my behavior when it comes to podcasts, when, you know, I I will wait for the mood to strike me and then I'll think, what do I want to listen to today? But other people are obviously waiting for that new drop and they get a notification in their podcast app. And so they listen. So if you're thinking of podcasting or if you are a podcaster, they're probably my biggest tips planning out your content well in advance so it doesn't become a drain and then that consistent persistent just showing up every week. The learning that I possibly haven't adopted yet that I think I need to is also work in seasons. I think I need to start developing a sense of um, you know this was season well this would be technically season three now and working to a 16 or a 24-week season, just so you can take a break without feeling like you're letting down users. Now, is anybody sitting there waiting? No, but if you don't show up for a few weeks without letting people know where you've gone, then potentially you'll lose users. Alex, I see that question and I'm going to come to it very soon. In fact, no, I'm going to answer it right now. The Alex has just asked, Kat, can you also send a regular newsletter, one which gives you the best connection with your peeps? I'm going to assume that this is aligned with the podcast. And so Alex, yes, one of the things that I do is I actually use my content platforms, if you like, as, as consistency across all of my content for a week. So when I say I'll map out my content well in advance and I have that sitting in my in my Trello board. I will then let's say the content piece might be how to show up with authenticity. So I'll record a podcast about showing up with authenticity. I'll write a newsletter about being authentic and I'll refer people back to the podcast. I'll then map out three or four different social media posts that connect in with the topic of authenticity so that one topic that I've thought of, that I've brainstormed, that I've then shaped in terms of meaningful bite-sized content is then being used across all of my platforms. So I'm not having to think of five things for a week. I'm just thinking of one and then, um, what do we call it? Repurposing it. The In terms of repurposing content too, that's actually another big learning. I thought that repurposing content only meant taking the recordings and then cutting them up and then repurposing them. But actually repurposing content is about mentally using the same content in multiple ways, like I just described. And when I clocked that, and it was, it was one of those little, oh, now I understand moments my world became a whole lot easier because I was sitting there thinking, oh, my goodness, I need to come up with a podcast. I need to come up with a newsletter. I need to come up with social media posts. I'm bored of myself. My listeners, my viewers, my community must be bored of me. But no, you just create that level of consistency. Welcome, Frida. I see that you are on LinkedIn, but now you're here in the comments. So welcome. Lovely to have you here. So there's some of my technical podcasting lessons. But what have been my speaking with confidence lessons? I think this has actually been the juiciest. So if you're a relatively new user, I need to take you back to the beginning. So Impactful Presenters, which is my business that the Speaking with Confidence podcast sits within, was started back in 2020 in response to so many of my colleagues and associates saying, Kat, can you give me some tips on speaking? Kat, can you help me speak with greater confidence? Kat, you do so well when you've just been thrown a topic. Can you teach me how you do that? Kat, can you tell me how to MC an event that I've got coming up? And so I created impactful presenters to address just those questions. And given that the business is about teaching people to speak, I figured that podcasting was a pretty good content platform to reach new people. At the time, though, I was in a full-time job. So I didn't have the capacity for what many people would consider a normal podcast format where you're interviewing people and whatnot, because I needed to be able to batch record my episodes on a Sunday afternoon. I needed to not have the logistics of liaising with guests and briefing them and all that kind of jazz. I just needed to be able to jump online, do my thing and then leave. So what I've learned in that time and, you know, the 100 episodes to date have all been very practical tips and tricks, and they have been in response to what People in the community have told me they want help with. It's been in response to what I see coming up over and over and over again in the Impactful Presenters program. And the content or the practical tips that I offer in episodes one through to 100 have also been in response to the problems that I see emerge in the Impact Club, which is my membership. And whilst On the surface, it all looks like technique. It all looks like, well, how do you frame your thoughts? How do you speak with less ums, less ahs, with greater confidence, with more eye connection uh, through the camera, et cetera. There's some real strong consistency between what mistakes people make when it comes to speaking confidence. One is very much this notion that I see of people thinking that they don't have anything of value to say and I don't mean that from a I'm not good enough perspective though that does absolutely sneak in but where it really comes in is this notion of but what I know is so obvious to me and so therefore I assume that everybody else knows it too. This has been coming up A lot lately with conversations that I've been having this notion in fact it happened for me yesterday I forgot that later on today I have a group call for the impact club and a friend said to me how funny it is that I could forget that because I'm able to just jump in and be ready to handle that group call without stressing or angsting over it for weeks And it's really easy for us to dismiss the things that come to us easily as not important, as not valuable to others. And when I dive deeper into this from a speaking perspective, I think this is one of the top reasons why people don't create a podcast, why they don't talk more about what they do, because they think the value is in their technical expertise right at the pointy end of the stick. But actually, it's so many steps beforehand. I will often find myself sharing a tip in a podcast episode that to me is very 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 early on. You know it's it's a foundational piece, it's learning to walk for me, but they will be the they will be the episodes. They will be the episodes that I get so many comments on people going, "Oh my goodness, that changed my life. Oh my goodness, I never thought of doing that." So the biggest learning and the biggest insight and the biggest mistake I see people make is Completely and utterly discrediting and undermining their content because it's so, it now feels so natural to them that they don't recognize its value to others. So that actually leads me into where I might be going next with the podcast. But as I tease that, as I tease that, I would love for you to ask me any other questions that you have. For those who are watching live, this is a live recording of a podcast episode. What could possibly go wrong? So far, the tech hasn't gone wrong, which is delightful. But if you've got a question about podcasting, about speaking, about the curse of expertise that Frida has just um, mentioned, please, please pop it into the chat on whatever platform that you're watching. I am getting a feed and I will do my best to answer. So. Yes, Frida, and yes, Alex, it is a great um, insight, that curse of expertise, and the good reminder that we don't all think the same way. I have been speaking, I have been speaking to large audiences, I have been speaking to influence, I have been, I've been speaking to facilitate for easily I was about to say more than 25 years. I think it's even more than that. It goes back to when I was still in school. I'm not going to try and do the maths right now because maths is not one of my strong suits. And what now looks like a natural talent to you watching me is actually a skill that I have developed over time. And so it's the same for you. Whatever knowledge or expertise you're sharing with the world, you have developed it over time and it is a skill. Yes, it taps into your natural abilities, your natural talents, but it is still a skill that you have finessed and refined over time. So that insight around we don't understand the value of that is insight number one that I'm going to start tapping into more with the podcast. The other thing that has really emerged over 100 episodes and 200 plus students in the Impactful Presenters program is authenticity. One of the things that we underestimate is the power of true connection. And what I mean by true connection is not sobbing on somebody's shoulder, is not telling your sob stories. In fact, as I was doing a briefing last week on grant applications, it's also not telling your tragedy story well, what I mean by authenticity is really hmm, It's been you. It's been you. And one of the other things, and this has been a key theme in the current cohort of impactful presenters, has been the power in sharing your own stories. A really big mistake I see people make, and trust me, I was doing this too, is, Believing that in order to gain credibility, we need to tell other people's stories. So we'll tell the testimonials of how our client implemented our advice. Won't even be our solution. We will talk about how a client implemented our advice to great result. But sometimes it's our own stories of how we were in a similar situation, of how we worked through our process of feeling not confident, of not negotiating the pay rise that we wanted, of completely scrambling with our IT situation, of not understanding the numbers in our business, whatever, whatever that struggle was. And when we authentically share our own personal stories, then we build greater connection. And when our audience gets that, oh, you're human, you're just like me, you get it. Then you create a greater connection, a greater authenticity, and you're more able to move your audience to where you want them to be. And so with that in mind, I'm actually going to go back to one of my all-time favorite things to do with this podcast, and that's interviews. Before I talk more about that, though, I'm going to come back to Frida's question, who says, I'm interested to find out what is the best way to get good feedback in how you are missing the mark with your presenting what a ripper of a question, Frida. So how do you know whether you're missing the mark in presenting? Well, the first can be by the nature of questions that you're receiving when you're presenting live. So if I am not getting questions, if I'm not getting engagement, if the questions feel like they're coming from a distracted place or are coming from are not related to the content that I've just presented, then I know I haven't clicked, I haven't landed something. So that's my first thing. In terms of how you are missing the mark, and I'm interpreting your question here, Frida, what I'm hearing is you do a presentation and perhaps it's not a live presentation, perhaps it's a video or something like that. And so you're getting a, a delayed response it would, the framework that I teach in Impactful Presenters has us focus on what is the result, what is the end outcome, where do we want our audience to be at the end of our conversation or at the end of our presentation? And if they're not there, if they're somewhere else, then the question we have to ask ourselves, and it requires a bit of insight, is where did I lose them? Where did I, what results did I get? And so, comparing the result that you are getting from your audience compared to where you wanted them will give you some insight into how you're missing the mark. Feel free to f- do a follow up question for that, Frida, in case I haven't answered it properly. <laughs> and then, Alex's response to this is her strategy is to walk across the stage and see if all the faces follow. But what is the equivalent for online? Yeah, you can't do that online. And this format, for example, the um, the invisible live stream where I can see your questions but I can't see your faces is a very challenging environment for us to present in these days and it have of course has happened post-COVID and I did a podcast episode a few episodes ago now around presenting in online meetings but when you're live streaming when you can't actually see your audience's faces there's a couple of tips there's doing exactly what I'm doing today and asking people to ask questions. I can see how many people are watching live right now, and I can see how many questions that I'm getting. So that tells me that I'm on track. It tells me that you're with me, that you're engaged, and that I'm obviously delivering some value. to <laughs> saying, "Yeah, get." It's more about didn't get the result. The other way to get engagement or to track your um, outcomes is to again and I sounds like I'm repeating it and I am because it's really, 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 really really important. Getting really clear on where you want your audience to be by the time you've finished with them. What do you want them to do next? And what will be the evidence that they've done it? That, that is how you know you've landed or not. And the best way to then find out why you didn't land that is to get some feedback. Get some feedback from somebody who understands um, facilitation and speaking to watch your video. Watch your video back and say, oh, I see where you missed it. Nine times out of ten, and this is just a stab in the dark, but nine times out of ten, where we miss it is we assume too much early knowledge. We jump, instead of going right back to beginner's mind, we jump in in the middle of where our audience might be and then try to take them too far and we try to deliver too much in one presentation i have a stock standard rule that there are three key messages in a presentation three no more than three absolutely no more than three because any more than three key messages and you will drown your audience in way too much information way too much data and they're already dealing with too many other things. Your your chunk of information is not the only thing that they're dealing with today. Thanks, Alex. I'm glad that that notion of being super clear on how you want to change your audience is a key insight. So, back to where the podcast is going. What regular listeners and what you might not know is I first started my podcasting journey many, 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 many years ago now with the gorgeous and fabulous Susie Daphnis. And we co-hosted the Social Media for Small Business podcast. It was a hoot. It was awesome. And we interviewed guests and I freaking love, I freaking love interviewing people. I just, I love it so much. And so that's what I'm going to go back to with this podcast. The other thing that I love is what I call working out loud. So you'll remember that I said that one of the key mistakes that I see people make and one of the key lessons that I've had when it comes to the speaking with confidence content has been around authenticity and has been around overestimating what our audience knows about our topic and underestimating the value that we bring to any given conversation. So what Episodes 102 onwards are going to be about is having conversations with business owners and community leaders, people who are striving to make an impact, make a dent, make a contribution to their community, and I'm going to talk with them about how they deliver their message. How do they take their audience? whether it's one-on-one meetings, whether it's large-scale rooms, how do they move their audience from where they are now to where they want them to be? How do they deliver or drive influence and impact at scale? There's a couple of key juicy things that I think will come out of these podcast episodes. If you haven't watched episode 100 yet, or if you haven't listened to episode 100 yet, you'll see where I'm going. In episode 100, I interviewed Dr. Kath Cosgrave and Gail Reynolds, who are two of my impactful presenters alumni. And the juice in that conversation was chef's kiss. It was just beautiful. And so what I want to do now with the Speaking with Confidence podcast is just that kind of working out loud. Using real life conversations with real life people who have all of the concerns and foibles and humanness that we all have to showcase how they bring their authenticity to their conversations, how they bring their natural style to the conversations because that's the other thing that's the other mistake that people make they think that they need to go and get a certain formula or a certain format and sound like a Toastmaster presenter or a TEDx presenter and they put on this bizarre professional speaker persona which is not them at all and so they lose potency they lose power so that's why I'm going to take episodes 102 onwards on a journey of showcasing amazing people doing amazing things but they think that they're ordinary and they think that they're everyday humans because that's how we all roll, right? It's how we all roll. I'm looking at the chat and <laughs> Frida and Alex are going to start fire hoses anonymous <laughs> because they give too much information. Yeah, okay. I can I can give you some help. I I can lead that little support group and uh, help you understand how not to be fire hose deliverers of information. So we're very rapidly hurtling towards the 30 minute mark, which will now be the second longest speaking with confidence podcast I've ever done. And unlike the last one, episode 100, which was an interview and a discussion amongst three of us, this has been a monologue. This has been a 25 minute spontaneous, unscripted monologue. If you're still listening, and for those who are still watching, thank you. Thank you. In the interest of working out loud, what I want to just overtly call out right here, right now, is the power of being authentically you as I just have been in having a conversation with people about the things that matter to you. If you're still listening, if you're still watching, and I can see that there are people still watching, you can monologue for 25 minutes, for 30 minutes and add value and have people engaged we get so caught up in thinking that our our material has to be pitch perfect that our our knowledge has to be vast that we need to give all of the things in order for it be to be useful but less is more authenticity is key and so is true human connection so If you're listening and you're not currently watching, but if you are listening to this once it is published as a proper podcast episode, I would love for you to come and join the Speaking With Confidence Facebook group. Just search for Speaking With Confidence with Kat Matson on Facebook. You will find us, you will answer a couple of questions and you'll get automatic entry into this group of other people just like you. are trying to make a bigger dent in the universe who are trying to look who are trying to look as intelligent as they are but they struggle because they deliver all the information like a fire hose they ramble they talk in circles and somehow right when it really matters they can't land their message that's exactly what we talk about in speaking with confidence and from episodes 102 onwards You're going to hear real life stories from real life people just like you. The other thing, the other thing that I wanted to say, and hello, Kath, it's lovely to see you here. Thank you for being a guest on episode one hundred. The other thing that I want to say is, with guests coming onto the podcast now, I would also love to showcase people who feel like they're not good enough yet to get their message out there, because one of my superpowers is getting the juice is extracting the juice out of people. So if you want an easy way to practice this kind of format then that is a beautiful 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 opportunity for you to come onto my show. No worries at all Alex, thank you for letting for all of your engagement. I will see you next time. So I can see that the chat is drying up and I did say that it was only going to be a 30 minute and it's 29 minutes and 18 seconds and counting. So with that, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for celebrating episode 100 with me. Thank you for listening to 100 episodes. It is an honour and an absolute privilege to spend that time in your ears. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm such a such a true believer that the ability to speak with confidence, with authority, with authenticity and with impact is easily the most powerful, powerful skill you can have in your professional toolkit and so it is an honour to serve you in this way and I look forward to episodes 102 to 200 talking to people just like you around how they're doing it. Here's to confidence, here's to impact.